Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus, is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Wednesday and welcome into Tiger Talk. We are live at the Robbins Center on the Fort A. State University campus, part of Tiger Club. And we're glad to have you with us here as we run down some basketball, wrestling, and baseball today. Big show lined up, and we're certainly glad to have you a part of the program. As we say each and every show, you can join us in person by joining Tiger Club. Contact the Fort A. State Athletic Office. Obviously, not a whole lot left this year, but certainly make that for your plans for next year. Uh, to join Tiger Club, your your uh, entry fee or your, your, your fee goes into athletic scholarships, and you can join us on Wednesdays for lunch here at the Robbins Center as we talk some Fort Hayes State Athletics. As we said, good show lined up today. We'll talk with Talia Cars, women's basketball, Mark Johnson's men's basketball, big weekend, a great day Saturday with uh, all the former players back in town. We'll discuss that. Two pretty darn good games as well. Uh, the regional wrestling championships taking place uh, this weekend. We're going to get an update from Eric Wentz. And baseball had their home opener and uh, uh, took on number 14, Missouri Southern. And Justin Wickert will join us as we uh, recap that and preview their series uh, at Rogers State this weekend. Uh, before we get into that, wanted to give you a quick update. Indoor track and field was at the MIAA Championships. The women finished third, their best finish ever. The men tied for fourth, and they found out yesterday nine got invites and qualified for the Division II Championships. That'll take place on the 7th, 8th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of March uh, next weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, Nolan Churchman in the heptathlon, uh, Taylor Sevold in the pentathlon, Annabeth Ballman qualified in the women's pole vault, Hayden Albright the 400, Ethan Lang the 800, and the distance medley relay team of Trevor Medina, Hayden Albright, Ethan Lang, and Grant Bradley also qualifying, and Jacob Clark qualified in the pole vault, and Dayton Williams qualified in the high jump. You can find more on that 
on the Fort A. State Athletics website, and you can also find their uh, times of competition uh, next weekend in Pittsburgh at the Indoor Championships. Softball went 3-3 three and three in Topeka at that Washburn tournament. They are actually in action today. They will be in Denver to take on MSU Denver. That's a 1 o'clock Central time start. If you go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, you can see the link for live stats and live video of the doubleheader between the Tigers and MSU Denver. And I think next week we're going to have uh, Coach Adrian Pilkington on the program once again. So I'll get you up to date with everything. Right now we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from Eric Wentz, the head wrestling coach, the Tiger men getting set for the NCAA regionals. We'll get a preview when we return. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. At BTI, we pride ourselves on providing quality John Deere equipment and customer support. Since 1944, BTI has been serving farmers and commercial operators with mowers, tractors, and compact construction equipment at an affordable price. As a leader in the ag industry, BTI offers complete technology solutions so our farmers can help keep America running. Experience the BTI difference for yourself. Call on BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at hazemed.com backslash orthopedics. Lingard Howard CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you're starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Lingard Howard is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax, your time is important. Let us give you more. Lingard Howard CPAs, we can help. We do that. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at GlassmanCorp.com. And now the ball knocked away by Dill Saber and stolen by Levy. Lead pass up the floor to Wagner. She'll go to the rim and lay it in. Timeout Pittsburgh State. Fort A. State gets a steal and a breakaway for Katie Wagner and lead 21 to 11. Yeah, some of the action from last Thursday, the Tiger women in Pittsburgh State. We'll chat with Coach Talia Cars here in just a little bit. Uh, right now, we're going to talk a little wrestling with Coach Eric Wentz. Before we do that, reminder, uh, you can chime in with a question. Go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on Fan Zone. You get the drop down, and uh, you'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. Chance to win a T-shirt from Fort Hayes State Athletics. All right, Eric Wentz joining us now. The Tigers gearing up for Super Region 6 championship action in Pueblo, Colorado. That'll be on Saturday. And um, had a little bit of a sneak preview when we talked to you last time. But first off, uh, health-wise, uh, obviously no, no competition this past weekend. Everybody... Good to go, or at least as good to go as they're going to get this time of the year? <laughs> I, I, I think so. I think they're as good as they're going to get uh, physically. You know, we're just 
keeping those knees healthy, keeping the shoulders strong, and uh, really just kind of focusing on recovery and making sure they're rested up and, uh, you know, really peaking at the right time this week. How do you go about uh, preparation? Because obviously there's some guys, I mean, you have wrestlers that hang around even though their seasons are done and help wrestle and get those that will be going to regional ready to go? Yep, yep. We, we try to keep it as normal as possible. Uh, even if their season's, season's over, you know, we may we kind of emphasize that, you know, they're still a big part of the, whoever's in their spot achieving their goals. And uh, so, you know, we've, we've been rotating fresh guys in on, on, the, on the starters. We've been doing drill matches and, and things that are uh, – you know, that these guys play a major role in. And then they're doing a great job. We gave them big, big round of applause yesterday at the end of practice because it's to do to, to wrestle yeah. and not be the guy, you know, that's going to the qualifier, you know, that's, that's, that's tough. So, you know, for them to be able to, to overcome that and, and uh, really kind of sacrifice their body and their time to, to help these guys that are that are competing this weekend and help them get ready that that's that's awesome for them to be able to do that and that's you know kind of our our team aspect you know we got a great great group of guys who who believe in each other and and uh, push each other and, and pick each other up so you know I'm pretty excited about where we're at right now I'll talk about the guys that will be wrestling I mean how how, how does the last couple of weeks of training gone and uh, uh, just some of the prospects for this weekend yeah I think we're sitting pretty good you know we we're going through the you know with the with the region going through the the precedes and things like that so you know you know the the hard part is that we've got a lot of the top guys in the country in that qualifier there's only you know there's only six regions but we've got everybody from 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 here west you know so we got san francisco simon frazier and there's some of these teams we haven't seen a whole lot since first semester you know so we've got you know deandre's got a real good shot at 125 the hard part is you know, we see the top eight, and he's probably sitting around the number eight spot. And I was trying to figure out where would I put him in the rankings, and I actually would prefer that he be drawn in because he's a bad draw for anybody. And uh, you know, so if 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 he is unseated going in out of the out of the thirteen, you know, or twelve that we got in our in our region, he could really wreck the bracket because some of these guys, if he he catches somebody right off the scale who's a high seed. You know, he essentially takes over that seed if he can knock him off. And that's what we talk to these guys about every every week is be the bad draw. So, you know, we got a lot of guys that might get drawn in because we've got some guys that are, you know, five, six, seven, eight seed range. You know, but it depends on where the other coaches see him and, and some head-to-head matchups. So if we can really focus on be the bad draw in the first round and get on a roll, you know, good things can happen. Does a mentality, a mentality change? I mean, you, you've been dual season really since – Christmas break, and now you get back into tournament wrestling, and obviously this is it. This is the national qualifier. Uh, obviously, you're going to tr- get everybody's best, and everybody's kind of in that desperation mode a little bit. But does the mind frame have to change it all a little bit? A little bit, you know. You just got to keep them positive and, and keep reemphasizing the fact that it's it's only seven minutes. You know, if you just go nuts for seven minutes, you're if you win, or regardless of the outcome, you're going to have an hour and a half to two hours to recover. You. Know, you can't tell me that you can't go out there for seven minutes and lay it all on the line and, and give your best effort, you know, because if you have a slow start at this tournament, your season's over, yeah. you know? So, you know, we, we emphasize that, you, you know, don't, can't be a slow starter. You can't wait till halfway through the second period to really get going. And, and uh, you know, the other, and the other guys in the bracket might, you know, if they're banged up, they're tired of cutting weight, you know, we, we talked to them, you know, we, we talked yesterday. We we're like, let's send some of these guys home. If they really want to go home that bad, let's send them home. And because uh, they're they're ready for their season to be over. And, uh, you know, just keep that positive mindset for everybody going into this thing. You talked about there's a lot of teams you haven't faced before. I mean, is it, is it you prefer going into something like this maybe against 
guys and teams you've wrestled already, or is that element of surprise and unknown maybe a good thing? Uh, it, it could be a good thing. You know, we've, we've really wrestled pretty well, you know, regardless of the last two dual meet outcomes. We've wrestled pretty well leading into those, and we competed well against those guys. We were just outgunned by a bunch mm-hmm. of old, older guys, and so, you know, we, we go into this tournament, you know, talking to them about everybody's zero and zero going into this thing. You know, rankings don't matter, seeds don't matter, records don't matter. So, you know, you know, let's go into this thing thinking everybody's zero and zero and we've game planned a little bit, you know, but a lot of it is let's do what we do really well and make the other people adjust. I mean, obviously you want to get everybody through and everybody's got a chance, but but realistically guys you feel that hey, if they wrestle to their potential, have a great chance of pushing on through and getting to the national championships. Yeah, I mean, obviously Terry is 197. We don't know if he's going to be the two or the three seed at this thing. You know, the Carney guy that's beat him twice this year is going to be the one. that He's the outright one. Um, you know, but after that, it's kind of wide open, you know, and every weight class is like that, you know. So if he's the two or the three, you know, we're pretty confident he can make the finals, which gets him on an automatic bid. Uh, you got to finish top three, which makes it tough when you got, you know, we're one of the bigger regions. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when you got 12 teams trying to battle it out for <laughs> three qualifying spots at each weight, you know, there's going to be a lot of really good guys left home. Um, you know, Tony Caldwell's in the same boat. You know, we really thought Tony was in a good spot uh, most of the year going into this thing. Uh, I think he's currently sitting at the five or the six seed. Um, he's got the, you know, the guys all ahead of him are ranked in the top 10, top 15. So, you know, but he's had good matches with these guys in the past. So, you know, and, and then the Simon Fraser kid showed up second semester who he lost to in the qualifying match last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, they wrestled in the third and fourth place match. And this guy showed up second semester. He was, he wasn't even on their roster <laughs> first semester. So he just kind of shows up and then, uh, you know, so we feel like that could be a good matchup. Tony's got a really good shot if he wrestles really well to, to maybe sneak through. It's going to be hard-pressed to get to that finals match. But, you know, like I said, anything can happen. Tony's, you know, really tough on his feet. So if he can maybe get some of his Greco going and get to some body locks and, and maybe throw somebody to their back, you know, maybe upset somebody. Um, obviously, DeAndre Brown uh, having, you know, two three-point matches with some nationally ranked guys recently is going to be good good for him. And his big one is the can't be a slow starter because his pace can't be matched. If he goes out for the, in the first minute and just goes, you know, just, just you know, goes nuts for, for the first couple minutes, nobody can keep up mm-hmm. with him because he's so fast. He's got a gas tank for days. So pretty excited about him. Marcel Deli at 149, um, you know, you know, lost on riding time to a top 12 kid, you know, so from Carney, who's going to – the crazy thing is that top 12 guy from Carney is going to be like the five seed. Wow. So <laughs> it's gonna, it's a deep weight class, and every like I said, every weight class is like that. You know, there's, you know, anywhere from five to seven guys ranked in the country at each weight. So there's going to be, any, you know, four or five, six guys at every weight who are in the rankings that don't even get to go to nationals. So. You've got to answer my next – or my question is going to be, top three qualify out of this to go on to the next national meet. Yep, yep, top three, which, you know, makes it tough. You know, but, you know, it's, it's – and then they place top six, so we're talking mm-hmm. about these guys also about team race. Yeah. You know, if you if we ever – just because you don't make the finals and get that automatic bid or even if you don't make that third-place match, we place out to top six – if you can really wreck the backside of the bracket coming through and score some bonus point wins and get in that fifth and sixth place match and come out in the in, in the top six, you know, I think that's what we talked about last year a lot too is we, you know, we finished in the top five in the, in the region. I think it's going to be a good finish for us.
Sounds good. Should be a lot of fun. That's coming up on Saturday out in Pueblo. You can follow it on FHSUathletics.com. There'll be a link for track wrestling. There's a link for watching uh, the tournament. So should be lots of fun. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck, and hopefully when we chat again, we can talk about some guys qualifying for the Nationals. That would be a lot of fun. That's the plan. There you go. That's Eric Wentz. He's a head wrestling coach at Fort A. State. Again, at the Region 6 Championships taking place Saturday in Pueblo. Kansas Department of Transportation of the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We'll take a break, talk some baseball with Justin Wickert, head coach of the Tigers. He'll join us next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. February is the month of love, and you're going to love the taco shop specials this month. The veggie burrito is $3.99, cheese quesadilla $3.59, and the poco pizza $2.19. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, online tacoshop.net, or download and use their app. Come on you never had it. You never had it so good. Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! We know healthcare isn't just about the occasional checkup. It's knowing that care is just around the corner, ready for life's little surprises. I'm Tammy Zimmerman, your friendly First Care Pharmacist. Introducing First Care Pharmacy, now open right at the heart of Hayes at 13th and Main. You can get your medications delivered for free or pick them up during your next clinic visit. Whether it's a toothache or a heart flutter, we've got your back. Swing by First Care Pharmacy or visit firstcareclinic.com backslash pharmacy. Health just got easier. The March 1st deadline for Midwest Energy's Community Fund is quickly approaching. Charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy's service area are encouraged to apply. Community Fund grants range from $100 to $1,000, and you can apply online in just minutes. To apply, visit www.mwenergy.com and click the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Salik plays it over to Galladay. There's four to shoot. Back to Jesse. Launches a three-pointer. Swish! At the shot clock. Jesse's fifth three of the year. 68-65, Fort A. State. Big-time bucket from Salik. Yeah, some of the action on Saturday. The Tiger women get a double overtime win over Missouri Southern. We'll talk with Talia Cars and Mark Johnson, the men's program, here in just a little bit. But right now we're talking some baseball as uh, Justin Wicker, the head coach of the Tigers, joins us. Four-day State had their home opener this weekend. Missouri Southern uh, coming to town and, um, uh, I guess, home conference opener against Missouri Southern, ranked 14th in the country. And uh, Tigers take one out of three but I you, you look back and you were right there to maybe take two out of three it kind of got away from you on on Friday in the series opener uh Saturday was not a good day and then Sunday a really good game you won five to three I guess your overall overall thoughts on your conference opening series against a really good opponent they they are a good opponent for sure um we walked out there in the first game we kind of saw where we uh where we stand as a team we also got to see where we can be as a team mm-hmm. 
walk out on the first day, wind's blown out. Cade Flaherty, I thought, threw the ball real well. You know, you jam a guy, goes out 405, and you're going, how's that happen? But uh, we kind of compounded on ourselves. I think we had four errors in there that let multiple runners in. And uh, on a day like that, when you're talking about, I think there's 48 players that came to the plate for them. You bring another player, and there's a wind blowing out. There's a chance the ball to leave. And uh, Cade battled in for us. We went to Vaughn behind, who did a good job too. Um, won a lot of pitches, but again, you're talking about balls that usually don't even get within, you know, 20 feet of the track, making it over the fence. So we learned a little bit about them. They learned how to be resilient. You know, the next day we go out. We're in the game. Rinker got off to a slow start, gave him a couple of runs before he got an out, and then we made a bullpen move and uh, kind of bit us. You know, before we knew it, we had walked a couple guys and hit a couple guys. But, I mean, on the other side of that, as you look at the runs and if you, if you read between the lines there, you, you kind of know what we're doing. We're giving opportunities to some young guys. We did have a couple young pitchers throw well. We had some older guys that got an opportunity and didn't perform, so kind of lets us know where they stand. And then we were able to save uh, Ty Riley there for that final game. Um, I think our freshman, Espinosa was maybe just a little bit nervous and got out there. Normally, you would let him work out of something like that, but we didn't want to take the risk. We gave the ball to Ty, and he went out and gave us seven great innings. So, Yeah, certainly did a great job. And In Friday's game, was we, we see him a lot at Larks Park. I mean, and even Missouri Southern, they kind of did this a little bit last year. I mean, they had a couple just dink bake sits just over the gloves, and then they would get one of those cheap home runs that you get when the wind's blowing like it is. And it, it can be frustrating because, as you said, uh, Cade was making some really good pitches, and a lot of those should have been outs, and they just weren't, and, and it kind of is how that game kind of went. Yeah, they. I mean, they are a good hitting team, though. They cover the plate up well. They're a hard team to strike out when you do get ahead. Um, zone was kind of tied in there. And uh, on some of the bloop shots, what we found out is at Larks Park, if the wind's blown out, you don't want to play back. You want to play in because if it's over your head, it's actually yeah. going to leave the park. And we could have prevented a few of mm -hmm. those balls from falling in front of them. But, uh, you know, we're, we're learning and adapting as we go, and that's we'll make adjustments as we get further along. And I guess what you had to like, obviously Saturday kind of got away from you, but you guys came back on, on Sunday with a, a, a right attitude. Just a – Great baseball game, well-played game. You went at 5-3, to three, got a little tense there at the end, but uh, it was just a really fun baseball game on what turned out to be a beautiful afternoon to play it at this time of the year. It was, and there was, a, you know, there was quite a mm -hmm. few people in attendance, and uh, we got out there and, and got to see how we compete behind, uh, you know, a sub-average performance the day before, and it's exciting to see. That's the signs of a team becoming a good team, and, and they came back out and competed well for us, so – we know they're going to be in the top of the conference. We know we have a chance to compete with them now, and uh, and they are a beatable opponent. But you know, you got to go out and play clean baseball, and you got to play hard, and you got to execute. So you mentioned Ty Riley he comes in, goes seven innings for you, uh, two earned runs, four hits, strikes out nine, and you kind of stuck with him. He was kind of struggling there toward the end, but he got through it and then got it to you to the, the late stages to the bullpen. Uh, showed a lot of a lot of grit out there to to fight through those seven innings, especially late. Yeah, he's he's a great arm, and he's he's a big-time competitor. You know, he wants the ball when it matters. That's what's awesome. He's not one of the guys that's like, hey, I want to start. We could put him out there, and he probably could throw game one for us. But at the same time, 
you know, he wants the ball when the game's tied in the seventh inning or whether it's coming in and closing the game. And, and it's uh, it's awesome to have a guy with that kind of personality on the team. So That's Tanner Vaughn doing because he, he was pitching well. They took that line drive off the back and and left the game. You doing all right? Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's doing good. I, I think he was maybe a little bit tired from the day before. It's, uh, it's taxing when you're out there yeah. fighting against the wind and you're having to try to execute pitches at a high rate. And if you do make a mistake, you know, and a barrel gets under the ball there, then – you know, you got to lock right back in. So I, I think he's a little bit maybe emotionally and physically fatigued, <laughs> but he gave us a couple big outs there and, and lightened the load on Maley to come in and finish it yeah, out. Yeah, and then Spencer so. came in and did a good job to, to get you out of it. So, I mean, just winning one against these guys, and, and you did it a year ago. What's that do for the psyche and the confidence of this team? As you said, they're ranked 14th in the country. They're going to be battling for a league championship. To win one and have a chance to win two out of three, what's that do mentally for your guys? Well, let's just know um, where we are and let's just know that we can continue to improve and have a chance to go out there and, and take a second game. Um, we were lucky. We drew one of the top opponents in the conference to come out of the gate. Um, it gives us kind of a taste of what we're in for every weekend from here on out. So. And now you come back and you'll hit the road. You'll go to Claremore, take on Rogers State uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They're the only conference team to sweep a series to, to begin the year. They played Newman, won all three. Obviously, traditionally been really, really good. But uh, I remember right, the last year against these guys, it was a series you look back and felt you could have maybe won all three, but kind of booted the ball around and didn't take advantage of some opportunities. But certainly uh, a great opportunity against another really good program this weekend. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good series. You know, we're trying not to uh... – repeat mistakes yeah. that we made in the past and we expect to play clean defense that was one of the first games where we had multiple ears and uh you know we like our defense we like the guys so we're looking forward to getting down there and competing should be a lot of fun as the tigers take on uh, roger state again you can find all the links on fourdaystateathletics.com to watch and follow that game with the live stats coach as always we appreciate the time safe travels to claremore and go get those hillcats I appreciate it. There you go. That is Justin Wickard, head coach of the four-day state baseball team. Uh, they'll be back in action on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Rogers State. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Women's basketball coach Talia Cars joins us next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. If you haven't heard, land is in high demand. Hi, this is Adam Hand, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you have ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. We would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you are interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-2469 or visit whitetailproperties.com. BTI now delivers John Deere parts, tools, and more directly to your farm or home. Visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog. All products ship with fast, affordable shipping options. Need something delivered in a hurry? Just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local BTI parts counter. That's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com, 
Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. February is the month of love, and you're going to love the Taco Shop specials this month. The Veggie Burrito is $3.99, Cheese Quesadilla $3.59, and the Poco Pizza $2.19. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street, online tacoshop.net, or download and use their app. Come on down to the Taco Shop. Hammocky drives into the lane, spins, can't shoot it, flips it out to Janshin. B for three, good! Nothing but net, Beyonce Janshin, his fifth three of the game, a new career high. It's a one-point game, 57 to 56. Beyonce Janshin single-handedly trying to get the Tigers back in this thing after they trailed by 18. Some of the action from Saturday afternoon. The Tiger men are rallying to beat Southern. We'll talk with head coach Mark Johnson here shortly. But right now, women's coach Talia Cars joining us. A couple of nice wins for the Tiger ladies over Pittsburgh State on Thursday. And then a thriller in double overtime over Missouri Southern State on Saturday. Coach, congratulations. It was a great week of basketball and um uh, just a lot of fun. Obviously, Pitt State, for whatever reason, I mean, you look, maybe your two best games of the year have been against the Gorillas. Um, so if you can play them more, who knows, that might be a good thing. But then to come back after that one and just really have to grind one out against Missouri Southern, obviously a really good team. That made for a good cap to a fun week. Yeah, it really did. Um, to come out of that week 2-0 and was a, a really good week for us. And um, I thought we did a really good job on against Pitt and just seeing two different, completely different teams. Pitt isn't super physical. They're really athletic. They're very guard-oriented. Um, and so for us to adjust from Pitt to Southern and then Southern being super physical, really inside dominant, um, I thought we did a really good job um, against both teams adjusting to what they were trying to get done and, and overcoming that. I guess you look at the two matches with Pitt. I mean, Grace Pyle is one of the best players and shooters around and uh, two games in a row now you basically have taken her out 0 for 5 and really didn't give her an opportunity to get on a roll and get them back in the game what for, for whatever reason your gals just really do a good job of taking her out of it which obviously changes a lot what they like to do when she's not scoring like she normally does one of the tops in the conference yeah uh well emma's a t- former teammate of well, grace that's, so that's, to do with it. that's a that's a little bit of it um but just as a as a whole i thought we did a great job of understanding her tendencies and what she wanted to do and were able to take that away and then she really just kind of got in her head I think as we didn't let her score or didn't let her even take a shot really um, and and the ball didn't fall for well you got a nice win there and then Missouri Southern uh, on Saturday obviously they kind of manhandled you when you played them at, at their place earlier in the year had that bad second quarter um, a lot of former players back I know some of them uh, talked to the team and came to the shoot around and, 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 and so it was really neat to, to play well and get a win like that in, in front of a lot of the former Tiger women players who came back to, to watch that game and be a part of the fun weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Southern is probably the most physical team in the league, and so for us to match their physicality, I was really proud of our girls for doing that because that that's why we got beat down there is we did not match what they were bringing, and we did a really good job on Saturday of doing that. And then, yeah, it was fun to have a bunch of people around and um, kids that our kids have played with but also – people from way back that we never met and had the opportunity to meet 
um, some new players and I'd actually never met Annette. And so I got to, I got to meet Annette for the first time and um, it, it was a lot of fun to get to talk to them. Yeah, a lot of that 91 national championship team was back and uh, kind of fun to, to see a lot of them. Uh, but, but you mentioned the physicality uh, for your team to adjust and play because it, it didn't seem to phase them at all. They were ready for it and handled it as about as well as you could. Yeah, no, uh, at one point, I think there was three of the Southern players in tears. And for us to put Southern in tears, I was like, man, like <laughs> mentally, we're mentally, we're just really into it. Um, aside, obviously, from our free throws. But I thought we overcome came them physically and mentally to push through and to finish that game. And I think um, Southern's eyes got really big and in the moment. And, um, and we're we have you guys to thank for a lot of that too. Is just that it was a it's a crazy atmosphere to play in, and and Southern just kind of um, backed down, and we really stepped up to the moment. We did have a question about free throws since you kind of went there. Have you ever won a game while missing as many or more free throws than you did? Because uh, let's see, uh, you were 19 of 33 from the line. It's hard to win when you do that, but your team found a way. Yeah, no, they did, and and obviously it is it is difficult to. Um, to do that. And I'm just, I was, it was one of those moments I was really thankful for a win. Um, but for them to miss and us to continue in that frustration of struggling to make those, I just, it was such a mental battle to continue to execute on offense and continue to get stops on defense. And when we had opportunities to finish at the free throw line, we didn't get it done, but we got it done in other ways. And I think that was just a, a huge step for us to, um, in that moment, to just really overcome those things. And when we had opportunities to win and, and didn't, we found a different way to do it. And I was really proud of them for doing I thought that. Olivia had a big game. She fouls out, but scored 14 points, played less than 20 minutes. And, and we talked after the game. It's no knock on the officiating because they were consistent. But it was tough to be a big in that game and, and do anything. And, and she found a way uh, to, to contribute when it was a, a, just a tough day for bigs because it just felt like they were the biggest players on the floor, so they were automatically fouling when they stepped out there. Yeah, no, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard when both – both bigs, all four of them really on the court mm -hmm. at the same time are so physical. That I think the rest have a hard time. Is, yeah. is it a foul? Is it not a foul? They're bouncing off. The guards are bouncing off of them, but was it a foul? Um, so that's it's hard to, to, to call those games because it is so physical. Um, and our girls really just stepped up. And um, when Liv fouled out, I thought Jesse stepped mm -hmm. in and, and did a really good job of being aggressive. And, and then defensively on the other end, making them take tough shots. You know, hit a big three uh, in that game. How frustrating does it get? I mean, you had a couple of chances that you know, – could have won a regulation, could have won at the end of the first overtime, don't get it done. Didn't seem to phase your team. They just kept kept going at it. But that can be frustrating when you, you had it right there and just couldn't make a, a, a good shot on both occasions. Yeah, it is tough. But also at the same time, I think because we were trying to win instead of trying not to lose, we were down, we were tied. Um, I just felt like we still had confidence going into every overtime. And um, I thought I thought we did a good job of executing. We got a good shot at the end of those times, even though we missed our free throws. And um, I thought I thought we did a great job of especially on defensive and not giving up easy shots and not giving second chance points. Well, it was a fun game. Certainly everybody got their money's worth with the double overtime win. Just the second double overtime win in, in program history. And, uh, of course, it went back. It, it was almost – pretty close to the year to the day when you had the tough loss to Missouri Western mm -hmm. in double overtime to get that one. And uh, and, and kind of like you, we, we talked about uh, going on that last road trip, that was kind of going to define your season. You had the tough loss at Central. You come back and get two big wins uh, last week and now sets up Friday night with Nebraska Kearney. Um, if you can find a way to get that, you, 
we'll find out when region rankings come out later today. But uh, a chance for this team to really improve their their lot in, in all those postseason scenarios on Friday night. Yeah, no, uh, that definitely definitely helped us out quite a bit to get those two wins and um, and and we need we need Friday too to kind of guarantee that hopefully that postseason um, seating and. Um, Carney had a tough game last week against Pitt. They they got down big early and and really struggled. So they're going to come in ready to to beat us. And I was I was looking at the schedule the last four years. They beat us lot, three of the last four years mm-hmm. at our place. Um, so we have something to really that we need to get it done to, on Friday and um, just to really help us maintain that in the region. And you played them at their place. It came down to the wire. You found a way to escape with a, with a two-point victory. Uh, what's going to be the key? Because you know you're going to get their best shot. They're kind of the losses they've had. I mean, they're probably going to have to win the conference tournament, but you never know. But obviously this will be a big win for them. What's it going to take? Because you know it's going to be a battle and probably down to the end like it seems to be every time you play these guys lately. Yeah, no, uh, they're they're physical too, just kind of like Southern on the inside. They they really try to get it into them, and, and their point guard does a really good job of getting them the ball. Um, we need to slow them down in transition. They score a lot in the transition just because their five men run the run the floor really hard, and so do their guards, but their point guard does a great job of getting it advanced up the court. So we have to get them slowed down. Um, that'll be, be huge. And then um, on the offensive end, just really executing. Um, they struggled with their ball screens last week, so hopefully we can run some ball screens and get some easy baskets. So you tell me there's a lot of similarities. You've got bigs who can run well and guards who do a good job of getting it to them in transition. Yep. So it comes down to which team's <laughs> going to show up and play better on Friday. All right, sounds good. Should be a lot of fun. I know the fans that were out on Saturday certainly had a had a fun time with a nice double overtime victory, and uh, there'd be no better way to close out the regular season than to beat those Lopers. That is right. Norm. All right, appreciate it, Talia. Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll see you on Friday night. Thanks, Jordan. There you go. It's Talia Cars, head coach of the Four Day State Women. Again, make that note. Friday night, five thirty, seven thirty for the men's and women's doubleheader out of Gross Memorial Coliseum. Tiger Talk today brought to you in part by the Taco Shop with the order by phone. Use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, they've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. We'll take our final break. Head coach Mark Johnson for the men. Join us next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's time to take your business phone to the next level. Complete Business Phone with Nextech is customized communication done your way. Manage and control all business communication through one browser, anytime, anywhere. Keep conversation flowing with one complete solution. It's affordable connection for any business. Ready to move to the next level? Visit nexttech.com business to ask about a free business phone assessment today. Think Complete Business Phone. Think Nextech. The New Year sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Motor Oil, $16.59 for the five-quart size and $3.29 for one quart. Spray 9 Multi-Purpose Cleaner, $4.99. Free All-Deep Penetrating Oil, $7.99. Scott Shop Towel, 55 Roll, $3.99. Or the 200 Count, $14.99. And Mobile Delvac, $17.99. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. 
there is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in Western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Nanabu left baseline, looking, dribbles into the lane, plays to Davis, now to B. Janssen wanted to shoot it, but can Out high to Hamaki with seven to shoot. Hamaki off a screen, a guard at three. He buries it, his first of the game, and the Tigers have tied it at 63 with 34 seconds to go. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday. The Tiger men get an overtime victory over Missouri Southern. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by Golden Belt Bank, where your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. Tiger Talk also presented today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. Joined now by men's coach Mark Johnson. Tigers lose a tough one to Pittsburgh State on Thursday, but bounce back to beat Missouri Southern in overtime on Saturday. And um, uh, we talked last week on this show, you thought the two teams you were going to play last week playing as well, at least offensively, as anybody in the conference. And uh, I think they uh, proved that. But uh, tough one against Pitt, but a nice bounce back to beat the Lions on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, two very good teams, and and they are playing well. You know, they both uh, shot the ball really well. Even some guys, you know, the Parker Long kid, the point guard at Southern, hit two deep threes at the end of the shot clock, and he's shooting 27% on the year. The kid from Pitt, the left-handed guard, went two for two, and he's 26%. So, uh, um, you know, you catch a team um, that's a good team, and then they're they're firing on all cylinders and they're making shots. They're, They're hard to handle. You know, I don't feel like we played a whole lot different than we have all year. I know people may think that because we're falling behind, but we pretty much shot the ball how we do all year and did things, like we said, going into the week. You're not going to hold these teams to 40-something points. You know, we went on the road the week before, averaged 55 points a game and ended up winning by double figures and average double figures. You just weren't going to do that. And the biggest key to us winning the game is we finally had one half in the second half against Southern, B made five threes, and we made seven as a team. The first half, we were two of 13, and that was really the difference. I don't think we necessarily got any better shots or did anything. It was just kind of the same. The ball actually went in for us. And when, when that happens, we feel like we're going to be a, we're a very good team. Um, it just hasn't happened as much as we would like. And, uh, you know, hopefully, again, maybe that gets a c- couple of guys – you know, even Caleb, I think that was the only one he hit, but it was mm-hmm. a big one and it was an important one that maybe gets him g- going a little bit with confidence. But, um, you know, these guys have done an amazing job. You know, the NCAA only keeps stats for 288 teams. We're 278 out of 288 in three-point shooting. All right, there's only 10 teams shooting it worse than us. And those other teams aren't even close to 10 wins, and we have 21. I mean, these guys just find a way. Even look at the Pitt State game, very bleak, and they found a way to have the ball and have a chance. Uh, Southern, I was really proud of our group because it's one thing to be behind big and come back and then continue to be back and forth. We came back, cut it to two, and they went right back up 14. We came back, trimmed the lead, they went up to nine. I mean, that shows a lot of heart and a lot of fight. And like I said, our guys don't really get uh, side sidetracked. They just keep going, keep going, no matter what's happening, good, bad, or whatever, they're, they're still going to battle. And, and uh, 
almost came up with two wins against two teams that I thought played really, really well. And I think the second time around when you play our guys, and this is a credit to our guys, because our guys play really hard and they're really physical. It's a You go play against our guys, you're going to know it when the game's over. And the first time when we play you, it's just the coach telling them what they're about ready to face. And you can only, you know, like, okay, coach, whatever. But Missouri Southern played, uh, you know, 50 times harder and more physical this time around than the first time. I think you second time playing us, they kind of know what they're in for. And if they're not ready to go, they're going to get ran over and uh, give those teams credit for, you know, stepping up to the challenge. Well, and, and you said it well. Uh, you go back to Thursday. Most teams probably lose that game by 15. I mean, you fell behind. You battled back. As you said, both goes. They've had a battle back twice. And, and I think it came down 11 seconds. You, you had a chance. And, and really, you had a couple of good looks prior to that to maybe tie it or, or take the lead against Pittsburgh State. Just couldn't get the shot to go. But for your guys to, to crawl back, to give themselves a chance, because I would venture to say maybe maybe Northwest finds a way to do that, but there's not many teams in the MIAA that would have been back and in that position to try to win it late after the way the thing had gone up to that point. Yeah, like I said, our guys, really tough group of guys, is, is a try-hard battle. They're competitive. You know, they're competitive, and, and they want to win, and they want to do well. And, uh, you know, um, obviously you wanted to win both games. But like I said, I have to give both the other teams credit. I, I thought they played well. And made it really hard on us, especially – and they were fantastic. The first half we were 2 of 13 and Southern was 7 of 10. And I thought, you know, I was obviously frustrated with our team in the moment. But you go back and look at those seven threes, you know, four or five of them were well defended. They just made them. And, you know, you would hope that that can't continue for 40 minutes. And it didn't. You know, they started uh, coming down back to reality a little bit. Well, good to see B find his touch. Thank goodness, because you probably don't beat Southern. Five second half threes. And it was good to say, I mean, he was calling for the ball a few times. You could tell he was feeling good and, and uh, stepped up and just hit some big-time baskets in that second half. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was, yeah, those five threes, you know, pretty much what he does. If he makes four, we probably don't win. And, um, you know, you got to be able to spread the floor in today's game. That's why Pitt and Southern are so hard to guard uh, at our level. You know, you go up to the highest highest level, the KU level, Hey, you don't. There's not as many five men that step away at our league. You got to cover the whole whole floor, and and that's what makes it hard to guard when all five guys can shoot. And and B's our one big guy uh, that can pick and pop and and stretch the defense out and open up the floor. Uh, so it's important that he can you know shoot the ball well. And and that's a thing. I mean, I realize after 27 games, you kind of are what you are. But I feel like the difference with our team is a couple guys that have struggled all year have proven in years past they're much better shooters than this. And, uh, you know, RJ's in, you know, hopefully he's getting a little bit more healthy. His behavior will shoot it better. Uh, so we feel like, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean the way we have to shoot it from here on out. We have guys that are uh, have proven they can shoot it better than they have. Good to see um, uh, Sean Riley had nine rebounds against Southern. And uh, just you've seen him, and, and a lot of times with the transfers, it takes a while. But it seems like every time out he's getting better on the defense and, and getting better rebounding because offensively, obviously, he, he, he does a pretty good job for his position. But the rebounding certainly coming along, and he had a big game on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think that position, him and Connor, have, have, uh, you know, Sean, John's a numbers guy. You know, he does a really good job of you'll be surprised. You look at the, the box score, and he has more points and rebounds uh, than you think he had. And then Connor, I know – Connor helped win that game for us Saturday. He didn't score a point. You know, now if we could get super glue on his hands, I think it would <laughs> help. But the guy goes down there and just 
guards and makes it so hard. And that was a physical game. I can't imagine watching that game, having to officiate that game. I know on the sidelines, you're heat of the moment. You're frustrated with officials. But, my gosh, that was an impossible game to ref. Uh, but Connor just does not give ground. He's athletic. And, uh, you know, this team is weird. I was really concerned. I thought we'd be better offensively than the last year. But I was just worried how much we were going to drop. And I think we're probably better defensively this year just because we're a little more athletic mm-hmm. and we have a little more depth. But uh, Connor and Sean are a big part of that. Did you ask about Trajan Davis? He left late in the ball game. Any update on him? Yeah, he's he's out for the year, and it's a big loss. I mean, I feel terrible for him. Yeah. You work all season to go get to the postseason and all that, and, and uh, it's a big loss. You know, I'm not worried about the numbers, you know, but we got four guys that are the core of this team, and that's Caleb B., Elijah, and Trey. Elijah and B don't really say anything. They're extremely quiet. Caleb says a lot or a little, <laughs> Trey says a lot. You know, I mean, Trey's kind of the heart and soul of, the, of everybody. And that play uh, just explains Trey and everything you need to know about him. Pitt State won a game. I won't say the other team because, I mean, the kid uh, was playing defense and he blew his knee out and he fell to the ground and just laid there. And Pitt went in and laid it in with 20 seconds, ended up winning. The final score in overtime was 4-2. to two. All right? It was 4-2. to two. We won 4-2. to two. Trey blew his knee out. He got up and ran all the way back so they couldn't get a shot off. You know what I mean? If he doesn't do that, we might have lost five to four. You know what I mean? But that explains the guy. He just wins. Like we've talked about, he's not necessarily a great shooter. At halftime, we attempted 13 threes, only made two. He had both of them. If he doesn't make them, we're down 18, and we can't come back at halftime. The guy just steps up, and so that's a, a, a big loss for our team, and other guys are going to have to come in and uh, fill that role somehow and, and, and uh, you know, help us continue to try to win. Well, yeah, and obviously one Kyle Grill gave you some good minutes. He's probably going to get more now and and, and have to, as you said, just, you know, kind of the, the old saying, next man up and find a way because you guys, have, your whole team, you've worked so hard to get to where you are. Um, uh, hopefully they can just overcome this and keep on going and, and accomplish all their goals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got, you know, we're running. We can't afford to lose anybody else. No. We're down to eight guys, <laughs> and RJ is still – um, you know, anybody has a bad back, one day you feel okay, the next day you feel average, and one day you feel terrible. And he still has limited minutes. So uh, we need to make sure no one else goes down. But with what, as long as that doesn't happen, uh, we still have enough to uh, keep going and be successful. All right, Nebraska Kearney on Friday night. Uh, obviously, they have struggled mightily this year. Yet, <laughs> as we've talked about, um, they always play you tough. You, you, you can never – pull away from them at their place. This is going to be it for them. You know, you're going to get the best shot they have, and they, they find a way to, to hang around and, and, and make things interesting against you guys. For sure. I mean, our last three games against them have come down to the very end. They've been struggles. You know, they've been putting pretty much five people in the paint against us and leave us open, and, and we have a hard time, you know, against them in those games doing that. So this will be a, a difficult game. I mean, anybody that thinks any different is, is – is, uh, not doesn't know what they're talking about and our guys will be ready to play uh like i said if, if we don't have success it won't because we overlooked them and weren't ready to play it's just we didn't shoot we didn't make enough shots uh but um yeah it's a scary game because they you know they've gone through a lot of turmoil not having their coach they're better than their record their talent level is much better than their record and not that's no one's fault it's just you fire your coach early and you got a lot of stuff going on they've had some injuries but uh, they're good enough to come in here and beat us if we don't play well. All right, sounds good. Appreciate it, Mark. Best of luck on Friday. We'll see you at the Coliseum. All right, thanks, George. There you go, Mark Johnson, coach of the Four Day State Tigers. Again, 5.30 for the women, 7.30 for the men. Friday night, 
Fort A State and Nebraska Kearney. And then it's down to the MIAA tournament, which you can get your tickets from the Fort A State Athletic Department. Stop on by. You can pick them up at the game on Friday. Fort A State Athletics invites you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. That'll wrap it up. We'll see you back here next Wednesday, and of course, we'll see you Friday from the Coliseum as the Tigers take on the Lopers. So long, everyone.